Are we on the cusp of changing how we deal with obesity? Because by now you've heard about these new class of drugs like Ozempic or Wagovi, and more and more they are being used not just for the diabetes issues that they were intended for, but also they're also being used to deal with obesity because that is a side effect of these drugs. Now, the obesity drug industry is expected to reach about $50 billion a year by 2020. 30. And now one of these drugs has also been approved. Uh, it's been approved for type 2 diabetes in Canada and the US, but here's the thing. It's also expected to soon receive approval for weight loss in the United States. Now that is a new step forward. Now this drug is different. It's called Monjaro. It has not yet been submitted for Canadian regulatory approval for weight management, but as I said, they are being used by some people for exactly that. So what kind of a difference are these drugs making in terms of treating obesity? Is it changing how we look at this, how we even look at weight gain? Well, Dr. Nadia Khan is with us now, a professor of medicine at UBC, an internal medicine specialist at St. Paul's Hospital, and a practitioner of obesity medicine at Revolution Medical Clinic. Dr. Khan, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Good morning. Dr. Khan, are we seeing a real change in how we look at and treat obesity? Yes, I think we're is at the beginning of a new era for treatment of obesity. You know, we've always thought of obesity by society and media um, and, and culture that it's really based on a person's individual level of willpower. And it's a culmination of many wrong choices on a daily basis. And that's why people have obesity. Um, and people have also considered that is it the environment that we're in? Is it the obesogenic environment where food is very, very tasty, um, high-calorie high foods are available 24-7 now, and our environments don't require us to move around very much? But in fact, these issues are probably a much more minor role, and I think that's the most important thing. In fact, obesity is not really due to issues of willpower and poor decision-making, but more along the lines of a biology. And we see that height is very genetically controlled. Well, in fact, weight is also genetically controlled. And it actually works through the brain. And that's where all of these new medications are targeting. And, you know, we've seen that people have really struggled with weight loss through diet and exercise alone and really not been able to keep weight off. And I think that's been the biggest challenge for Canadians right. and people around the world. Um, but these medications are actually making it so that that when people enact uh, dietary changes, it's it's much easier and the weight loss is much longer lasting. Right. The thing is, these medicines aren't necessarily approved for weight loss, but what kind of a difference are you seeing in some of your patients? Mm-hmm. Well, we're seeing fairly, in some patients, uh, fairly dramatic weight loss. And yet in others, um, we're not really seeing much of an impact. So I think it's it's important for people to realize these aren't just miracle drugs that will work in everyone. Uh, but in fact, the majority of people were seeing weight loss. And this, for example, in Ozempic or semaglutide, um, we see about a 13% weight loss in total. And about 50% of people experience a more than 15% total body weight loss. Um, that new medication that you mentioned Monjaro or terzepatide, that one, um, average weight loss is 17%. And even about just over a third of people experience a 25% total body weight loss in research studies. And these are people that 
don't have diabetes but just have obesity or they have an overweight uh, with complications of obesity. Right. And so those numbers are very getting approaching uh, bariatric surgery numbers. So it's quite encouraging. Right. But the, I guess the trick here, though, is, and because we keep hearing about this, Dr. Khan, too, is that that's not what these drugs are approved for. So how can we mm-hmm. kind of widespread encourage use of them? Or how do you do that if that's not technically what they're for? I, I think that the important part is that these medications should be used based on the Health Canada indication. Um, like when terzepatide comes out, it'll be approved for um, it'll be approved for diabetes and then hopefully soon after for obesity. And I think that that's, those indications are going to be really where the research lies and where the public should be and patients should be using these medications. Right. Okay. So you've seen this, the difference then that it can make in people. What mm-hmm. does it do for those people to understand what is going on kind of with their relationship with food? Yeah. And so uh, the interesting thing is that this, these medications... Um, there's a hormone that's being produced or there's several hormones being produced in our intestine and those go to the brain and these specific areas of the brain um, signal fullness or, or, or hunger. And so these medications increase your sense of fullness. So patients feel much more full. So it's easier for them to stop eating or not even start eating. Um, and so they're able to reduce their portion sizes, for example, um, and the interesting thing about this newer agent, it also works on our white adipose tissue, which is really an interesting development since Ozempic. Um, and this medication makes it so that our fat tissues are much more efficient, which reduces inflammation. And inflammation is is really the driving force behind many of the problems with obesity, like Um, diabetes, high blood pressure, cancer, all of those things. So that's really an exciting improvement potentially in metabolic health with these medications. That's so fascinating. Dr. Khan, thanks for your time on that this morning. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. That's Dr. Nadia Khan, professor of medicine at UBC, also practitioner of obesity medicine at Revolution Medical Clinic, talking about these new classes of drugs that could, actually already starting to revolutionize the way we look at obesity.